You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. All right, guys, let's welcome back to the podcast, North Queensland Cowboys halfback and co-captain now, Chatty Townsend, one of the fan favourites of this podcast. G'day, mate. Thanks for having us, Tristan. It's a pleasure to be here, mate. Just, you know, another season's come around quick, really quick. So, um, you know, I think everyone, including myself, is looking forward to getting back into some footy and it's going to be a big year. Yeah, mate. As you know, I'm a Sharkies fan, so I miss you, mate, but I'm stoked for you being up in in North Queensland and, mate, the achievement you've already made up there and the impact you're making is obviously huge, but first thing, congratulations for being co-captain. Tell me a little bit about that because you've been a leader all, all through pretty much being a halfback, a natural leader, both on and off the field at the Sharkies. But to see you now with the C next to your name, that must be a pretty good feeling, man. Yeah, look, it's a, it's a pretty cool feeling. Like, I'm not going to lie. You know, I've always uh, enjoyed, I guess, leadership. It's something that's, uh, I guess, comes natural to me. Um, I'm obviously the position I play does command a lot of communication and, and uh, organisation. So, you know, for it to come, I guess, naturally to me, it, it feels right. And I'm, I'm super privileged to, you know, to be in the uh, position where Todd and the coaching staff have put my name towards, you know, stepping in and, and helping out Jason with the co-captain uh, role. And, and my job is to, just to basically continue to do what I was always going to do and and that's just focus on my, on my football, but then also help out Jason, you know, where I can. And um, I'm really looking forward to to assuming that position, you know, this year. Yeah, mate. Can we talk a little bit about your coach, Toddy Payton? Because there's no doubt that he he headhunted you for a reason. And the relationship, the way he speaks about you so highly already, and he just made you co-captain. Can you talk a little bit about the relationship you have with him already? Yeah, look, it's uh, it's I've been really enjoying working with Todd. To be honest, he's you know, a lot of coaches probably aren't ex-front rowers, to be honest, but yeah. I guess Todd's kind of bucked that trend where, you know, just I see his work ethic every day and the way that he he, he goes about his business, uh, you know, tactically very, very smart, um, a great motivator of men and very clear with the way he demands us as players, our behaviours and expectations of what it means to, to be a North Queensland Cowboy. So... Mm. For myself, I've really enjoyed working with not only Todd, but also Dean Young, Steve Georgias, and the rest of the coaching staff who have really, I guess, opened their arms to me in terms of, you know, obviously bringing me to the club firstly, but then being willingness and open and, and open to listening to some of my, I guess, um, yeah, my ideas about how, you know, I think we should play or certain plays or certain style of plays that... Mm you know, could potentially help us. And that's been uh, that's been awesome. So, you know, really enjoying my, my time with Todd at the moment. Yeah, mate. Blogs, still first class, man. I love the behind-the-scenes stuff. The Cowboys are giving you some really good access to the stuff. I know the last blog, you actually thanked them for the access. But, mate, it's looking good. And I love that sort of thing, especially from players, to give a little bit of insights because we don't see that a lot. Yeah, definitely. Look, it's 
it's something I've sort of you know got into when I was a little bit younger. When I was in high school, I really enjoyed photography and videography. And then mm. as you get older, you know, you kind of fade in and out of, I guess, interests and whatnot. And obviously, you know, I put a lot of my time and effort into becoming an NRL player. And then, you know, I, a few years ago, I decided to buy another camera and, you know, it's kind of got stuck back into it. And I guess, you know, I'm a massive fan, as you know, Tristan, of my American sport and, and the way that they do their stuff over there and the access that they give, I think is phenomenal. And I enjoy watching that. Like I'm a fan of that type of stuff. So for me, it was like, you know, why, why don't I just give it a go? And, you know, I've, I've definitely put myself out there and I'm just being who I am. I'm not trying to be someone I'm not. I'm not trying to be, you know, uh, trying to, you know, please anybody. It's more just for me to just sort of get a little bit of an insight about what my life's like away from football and also, you know, with my family. Like I, I'm a father to three young children with my wife and, you know, I face the same challenges as everyone else does except I just play football on the weekend. So it's been great to uh, to sort of, I guess, document the journey about, you know, what my life is actually like because, uh, you know, I'll one day look back at some of my rugby league days and think of my they're my fondest days of my whole entire life and yeah. i've got you know it all recorded so uh you know as you just mentioned obviously the cowboys have been tremendous for that you know helping me out with you know some some video footage because you know while i do get a lot of video footage one thing i don't do is i don't film in a training while i'm at training it's time for me to switch on and focus on my job and and I've made that clear with them, and they've been so supportive of, of me. And, and at the end of the day, you know, we just want to spread the, spread the positive message and also if we can pr- promote the club and promote the Cowboys and also um, a bit of stuff away from footy, then that's pretty cool, I think. Yeah, for sure, mate. Before we rip into the footy chat, I've got to ask, how'd the NFL fantasy go? And even before that, mate, I love the chat with Robbo. Who would have known Robbo was so in a fancy footy? Yeah, I know. So I didn't go too good in, in in fantasy this year, NFL fantasy. Like I said, I'm a massive NFL fan. I, I followed the Browns for people who may not know, but I ended up coming last in our fantasy league. Oh, and, no. and I'll admit, it hurts me to <laughs> hurts me to admit, and don't worry, Jamie Soward, Nick Davis, and Trent Copeland, they get into me about it. But um, you know, look, look, we we've got a tremendous sponsor in Topsport.com.au who came on board and. Yeah. And we raised some money for charity, and it was unbelievable. I think we raised about four, four and a half grand for a charity this year. And and you just mentioned Trent Robinson, the Sydney Roosters coach. He's a massive uh, NFL fan as well. He follows the Baltimore Ravens. And yeah. Nick Davis, the ex-Swans player, he works with the Sydney Roosters as their kicking coach and asked Trent Robbo if he would be interested to coming and playing. We play for charity, and he was like, mate, he'd love to. So. So the super coach Robbo, he came on <laughs> into the fantasy and he, and he took it out. He won the title. So he's not only obviously an excellent rugby league coach, but he's a great NFL fantasy coach as well. And and it was super fun to get him on our podcast, Moving the Chains, which we just talk NFL. Yeah. And it's kind of the first time I've actually spoken to Robbo, you know, a little bit about about fantasy and NFL. But I guess you know that's kind of an interest we both share, you know, outside of football. Mate, it was just interesting to see. It's not even his sport, and he's so analytical. Like the way he could yeah. literally coach NFL, right? He he he's a coach, you know, and that's what coaches do. They they're constantly thinking of ways to get better yeah. uh, in every aspect of their life. So it, it didn't surprise me. I love the way he analysed uh, NFL, the, the rules, the players as well. Um, I thought it was tremendous, and for me, I was just. I was all ears. I really like listening to high performers speak, and, mm. and Robbo's no doubt one of them. Yeah. Now, let's do some NRL stuff now, mate. 
again, from your blog, seeing the stadium, I want to get up there, man. The stadium looks so good to watch footy from. But for your training facilities, is that attached to the stadium? Is that nearby? Yeah, it's basically right next door. So, you know, for people who, who may not know, and obviously, you know, I'm assuming a lot of the listeners, Tristan, maybe from Sydney, but up here, you know, the um, the Cowboys have just built a brand new stadium, Queensland Country Back Stadium, and the High Performance Centre is basically right next door. So mm. our training field is right next door. Our, our inside, uh, I guess, you know, it's called the Hutchinson Builders Centre, where it's like what our gym uh, our swimming pool, our spa, our ice baths, our saunas, showers, uh, sleep room, uh, relaxation room, couches, uh, cafe, uh, doctor. It's basically purpose-built for rugby league. And, you know, to to walk in there and basically have that every single day at your disposal, it really is unbelievable. It makes going to training, you know, super, super fun. And, and you just don't – basically, you don't want to leave the building just because it has everything – that we need each and every single day. So, um, yeah, super grateful for it. For sure, mate. How's the reunion been with Val? Two, 2016 Premiership winners, mate, back in the same team. Yeah, it's been awesome, to be honest, Tristan. Look, yeah, Val and I are, are quite close friends. You know, obviously, we spent a bit of time together in Cronulla, and we did win the comp together in 2016, and we played a few years post that before we went over to America. And, uh, you know, basically straight away when I'd signed, he was kind of the first person that I, that I told, and um, I was really keen to to link up back with him because, uh, you know, uh, he's from Townsville. He's a Townsville boy. He, you know, he's, he's kind of been the one who's helped me out the most with my transition up here. But yeah. I was more really interested in, in um, you know, really helping out where I can with Val and, and, his, and his football and trying to bring out the best in Val. So, um, you know, Val's had a position change this year. He's done a lot of the, the preseason at the centres and, and um you know, we just need to play to his strengths because on his day, he's one of the most damaging players in the game. So, you know, Todd, the staff and myself as well, you know, we've come up with some plays and, and a game plan that's going to allow that and, and will bring his style of play, you know, uh, to the forefront of, you know, our football team. Yeah, because last time you played with each other, that, that 2000 and what, 19, no, 18. Uh, 18, yeah. Yeah, the, pre, the prelim yeah. teammate, and he was unstoppable when he was playing fullback. How's he? Has yeah. he kind of transitioned in that center role? Yeah, look, you know that that twenty eighteen year was probably one of the best years he's of his whole career, Val. And even you know for us as as a, as the Sharks that year was an unbelievable year. I don't know yeah. how many tries he scored, but I think he broke the record. Uh, and the way we were playing was was phenomenal. But I think you know there are, I guess, some subtle similarities with the positions, but obviously a lot of differences. You know with with Senny, you're kind of traditionally locked into one side where Val, you know, I can see him going wherever he would like to go on yep. the field, you know, and, uh, you know, the fullback position nowadays requires a lot of work and a, and a lot of fitness and obviously the work defensively to get in position. Um, but also I think Val's matured into, into now, into he's a little bit older yep. and he understands, you know, what's required from him with I guess regards to how he plays and, and the coaches and and he's really taken this change into center uh, with, with both hands and, and look he's he's been one of our best trainers all preseason I think he's he's head and shoulders I guess above most in the way he attacks a lot of things yeah. like he doesn't go into things half-hearted and you would have seen that the way he I guess finishes tries and the way he used to run them cut the ball back and you know obviously 
there's a, there's a memory of mine when he when he bumped over JT. JT, yeah, yeah, the semi. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, that, and that's just who he is, and that he's got in that in his game, and uh, yeah, he's adapted to the change really well. Mate, are you going to challenge him for the goal kicking? Uh, yeah, look, goal kicking for me has always been something I've done since I was a young fella. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy it. I've always been, I guess, kind of second string to guys in my team. Val will get first crack at it, and I, and I want him to have first crack at it because yeah. the way he kicked them last year was phenomenal. He actually hits his goal kicking like he does his drive. Okay. You know, long and high and straight, and we play a lot of golf together. So He's got a lot of power, um, yeah, doesn't he? A lot of power, and it's the same with his golf game. But, um, yeah, look, I'll, I'll be I'll be there if I'm needed. Um, but at this stage, I think it's going to be Val who t- he'll take the tee, and, um, yeah, I know that he's locked in and doing a job there. Nice. Now, just you know, the man you just – JT, Jonathan Thurston, he's been working with you guys. Does, does Val bring it up a little bit? <laughs> no, no, you don't. Or is he royalty? You don't bring anything up to the goat. He's royalty, the goat, the king of the north. <clears throat> Pardon me, up here. Yeah, look, we've been super lucky and and grateful, and myself especially, I guess you know, to have Jonathan Thurston up here. He's uh, part of our coaching team here at the Cowboys, and he's in with us once a week, usually on a Tuesday, where he comes to training and and sort of you know oversees how we're going about our business. You know, we've stayed back and watched some video with him and. More specifically, I guess he's worked with us as spine plays, but you know he's helped out a lot of our guys, a lot mm. of our younger guys, and it just just having his presence and him in Cowboys colours at our training means the absolute world to you know not even, not only our younger players but our older players as well. And I know that myself, I'm super grateful to to just I guess have someone who I can just yeah. speak to of his caliber. Like to me. I think he's the greatest player of all time, and I'm not just saying that because he's a past Cowboys player. I think he's He's a, a absolute phenomenal, uh, phenomenal player. So, you know, cause I, it's every time I'm there, I'm listening. I'm just like, I'm all ears. I'm just yeah. like a sponge, just trying to soak it all in. So it's it's been awesome. That's mad. Now, mate, I heard Toddy Patton speaking yesterday about the trial against the Broncos. He's going to run forty minutes with you. He's starting with Dearden, and then drink order will come on, mate. Dearden actually reminds me a lot of you when you were younger in terms of the same qualities getting you into different spots, good kicking game, or Drinky's a little bit more off the cuff. Kind of, that's, a, that's a very big battle, but 40 minutes each to really partner you for round one. Yeah, look, it, it's going to be, you know, uh, it'll be awesome. You know, both those boys are, are, are great, great fellas. You know, uh, Tom, Drinky and myself, we get on really well. We play golf away, mm. away from football as well. So, um, you know, obviously I think it's, it's healthy to have competition for spots. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we're all, we all, we're all teammates. We want what's best for each other, but, um, obviously two doesn't fit into three. So mm-hmm. it's just unfortunate, you know, for us, it's more been about just trying to put the work in and trying to build on a combination with, with all of us. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to play out how it will. The coaches will obviously have, have their say in what they want to do, but you know, you just mentioned both the boys have different strengths. Um, you know, Tommy's a, a very young kid with an unbelievable work ethic. Um, the way he competes at training and in games is phenomenal. And Drinky, you know, he's an X factor. He's a flair. He's a jack in the box. He's a ball of energy. He can throw that 25 meter cutout ball and hit the winger on the chest as well. So, uh, you know, it's going to be great uh, for both those guys and the rest of our team to to get you know some 
um, some game time on the weekend. Mate, your side, the right side, a veteran class. You've got Peter Hicku and you've got Kyle Felt. Mate, the three vets together, That's that would be nearly over 600 games of first grade, right? Yeah, it's um, it it's it's something actually we've spoke about in our smaller groups, you know, especially the the, the three of us. Um, obviously, you know, probably the the veteran guys within the edges on on the field, and we've had a really good preseason. Uh, we've we've been able to nail down the combination not only with attack but also defense as well. And at the moment, I'm feeling really comfortable with those guys on my outside, and um, I think they've done a tremendous job. I think if we can you know, continue to, to be at our best uh, and also our smartest. Obviously, as you know, you get a little bit older, you get a little bit wiser. So I think, you know, for us, we, we've got a lot of confidence with the work that we've done in the preseason. And obviously now it's time to sort of put that work out on the field. And, uh, you know, we, between the three of us, actually, we do have a bit of a laugh about it. But, um, no, it's good. It, it's it's good. I, I, I enjoy it. We, we obviously relate to, to each other. We've all got, you know, young children. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it, it's good fun. Mate, I saw that Jeremiah and uh, Nanai was running with you on the right side. So he's only 19 years old. So he's a little bit of the odd man out there. <laughs> yeah. I'm making this, – this has probably been the biggest shock of my whole entire preseason, to be honest. And Jeremiah is a fantastic young kid and is going to have a really, really bright future. And um, – you know, the other day he celebrated his 19th birthday and I was like, oh my goodness, he's done the whole preseason and this kid's been 18. So, uh, you know, I guess that just even, you know, sticks out to you more, especially me about, you know, the, the type of quality that this kid's going to be. He's been really impressive. He's had a tremendous preseason, uh, but still obviously quite young. You know, yeah. he's still got a lot of a lot of work in front of him, uh, and it's just going to be up to him about you know how bad how wants it, how bad he wants it, and um, you know. But that one thing's for sure: he's he's definitely on the right track to um, you know to be a consistent NRL player and have a great career. Yeah, he's been paired with another quality man in in Lukey, mate. He's a, he's a big boy. He's huge, mate, and um, very very fast as well. Yeah, and you know, again, one of our young. Young, raw, I guess you know, core players of, of what their club's going to be based around in the future, and and Healum's just re-signed for a further. I, th- I think he's on contract for another four seasons now, which has been excellent, a huge uh, get for the club, and and he's been really impressive uh, to me as well for a young kid. Just his willingness to learn, um, his work ethic, the way he's turned up to training, the way he's you know taken on information uh, as well. So. You know, I'm excited to see him go as well as the rest of our young guys. Um, it's going to be exciting to see them you know, play their first game. Yeah, mate. A guy we touched on a little bit before was Hammer So Hammer at the back. And, mate, he's just got so much speed. But what sort of kind of – what's – you know, what does he bring? Because I've only seen him just at the end of the season play a little bit of fullback. We know what he done in the state of origin. But kind of what's his style of being a fullback? Yeah, look, Hammer is the quickest man I've ever seen in my life. Uh, <laughs> just bluntly, <laughs> just, um, yeah, it, look, the, the way he runs, it's absolutely effortless. Like it looks like he's not even trying, yeah. um, you know, and he's actually quite bigger and stronger than I thought. You know, I've obviously wrestled him and tackled him throughout the season in our, in our contact sessions and, and he surprised me about how strong he actually is. And, you know, obviously I've seen him lift in the gym as well. And again, it surprised me. So. You know, there's no doubt, and it's obviously speed's his biggest weapon, and, and that's something that we've, I guess, had to to tailor our game into bringing his strengths in. You know, we want to bring out 
you know, his speed and, and how can we uh, chop and change and, and I guess adopt plays that will, you know, bring out his speed within our game. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's something that the coaching staff have done a tremendous job in putting uh, a plan in place to, to bring out his strengths. And, you know, I'm really... I'm really keen to implement those, you know, once the season starts. Yeah, man, I've got to ask you about Ruben Cotter. I was really impressed at the All-Stars. Just a tackling machine, but he played nine there. Probably a couple of years ago, he played nine, got a good stretch of games. Last year, he got a little bit injured, and he only played a handful of games. But I can kind of see the same sort of similarities with the Cameron McInnes. How, what sort of style does he have, man? Yeah, definitely. Look, it's, a, it's a, I guess, a great similarity between those two. You know, can play nine, but can also play 13 and just as tough as nails. Ruben, you know, he's, he's a North Queensland kid. He bleeds, you know, North Queensland. Um, he's been in the system for a long time up here and he's very, very well liked and respected in and around the club. Um, he's one of our emerging leaders in our group and the way he turns up to training each and every day, the professionalism he has, uh, the pride he has in his job, it's really infectious and it's not only him, but there are a number of other players um, who do the same and they're all really, really good mates. Come in and see these guys and um, the way they go about their business. You know, Ruben, Ruben's, I guess, definitely been uh, someone who surprised me. I obviously didn't know too much of him before I got, you know, I'm, I'm really happy that he's on my team and, and um, you know, I'd, I'd go to war with him any day of the week. Love to hear it. Now, mate, you know, you're coming through Cronulla. You had a 13 that used to put the whole team on his back pretty much in Gow. Now, you've got another pretty much very similar player in Jason Tamulola, who's your co-captain this year. What's kind of like the aura that he has around the place? Very Gow-like, you know, very exactly the same. Uh, obviously, I played a lot of my career. You know, I played uh, nine seasons with Gow, and, you know, the way he used to go about his business, he loved leading with his actions. And he was extremely professional, hardworking, uh, dedicated, sacrificed a lot to to get to where he was. And Jason has all those characteristics. Uh, the aura that he has uh, around the the building, uh, the history. You know, you just have to walk past one of our honour boards and you see the the player of the year. I think he's won he won it like six years in a row, which is mm. just absolutely crazy. Um, but he's obviously our longest, you know, I think current serving player. Um, and obviously he's been part of the, the leadership group and captaincy group for a number of years now. Um, was a part of the, the premiership winning team. Uh, he leads with his actions. Uh, Jace, you know, he's someone who lo- loves to go out there and, and just cart the ball up as much as he can. And his footwork for a big man is unbelievable. His speed, his agility. Uh, he, he's probably got a lot more of that than Gal had, <laughs> to be honest. And Gal... Yeah, I won't mind me saying that, but um, yeah, look, there's def- they've definitely got some similarities, but um, you know, Jace has been doing a, a you know a great job up here. So you'd rather play with him than against him, mate? I'm I'm getting that. <laughs> oh, man, definitely. Like his nickname's uh, the Hulk. So <laughs> I'm just happy that I don't have to tackle him because I've tried to tackle him before and I think he bumped me off. So more than once. So, um, yeah. I am. Um, I'm very happy he's on my team now. Definitely, mate. Mate, Reese Robson really impressed me last year with his creativity around the rock. He just, he's one of those guys that, yeah, he, I think he can nearly take it to the next level, mate. How's he gone? Yeah, definitely. Look, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I, I would 100% agree with you. I think Robbo's, you know, now entering the stage of his career where he's, you know, I guess, going to call him a veteran player and you know, the best in the competition. He's tough as nails. Uh, he can play 80 minutes week in, week out. Uh, he, he loves the game. He trains unbelievably hard. He's probably one of the fittest we've got in our club. 
and obviously that position demands so much and he he handles it with ease so um you know plus he's a great fella off the field he loves to have a bit of a laugh uh as well so yeah i've been really enjoying my time with robbo um and, and building that combination there and we've been speaking again like i said before with some of the other boys about you know bringing his strengths down so obviously he loves to run the footy and a great runner of the footy so how can we you know, build plays and tailor-made our attack or the way we play to suit his strengths. And that's a message that I've been pretty vocal on with, you know, the way our whole team wants to play. We want to play towards our strengths. We want to make sure that people are doing things that they enjoy doing, but then also, you know, understanding that the team always comes first. Yeah, mate. The other guy I want to talk to you about was uh, Tommy Gilbert because I heard him the other day talking about He's switching between a little bit of edge, a little bit of the middle, but he's just a tough bugger, isn't he? He gets through his work, and he just seems like one of those down and down and dirty sort of players. Yeah, mate, he Gilbert, and I heard a little bit about Gilbert before I got here, just from the other the other boys and the players, and they were like, "Wait till you meet Gilbert; he's a madman." And um, you know, he, he's he's a madman in a good way. Like he's one of the nicest blokes I've met. Takes his job. You know, unbelievably serious. Uh, one of the most professional guys I've ever seen in a locker room. Very dedicated to his craft. Dedicates his whole life to his football. You know, always one of the first in, the last one out uh, in the building. And, and that's what I love about him. And he sets a great example for for guys who are younger than in younger than him and older than him. You know, and, and age isn't a barrier to leadership, but his actions really speak volumes about you know what it means to be a professional and in Dend, I've been super happy with the way that, you know, he's handled himself this preseason, the way he competes. I think he's up for a really big season. You know, you just mentioned he's been chopping and changing between the edge and middle. And I think that's going to be great for our team and really, really beneficial if he was to come off the bench where, you know, obviously throughout the game, you're not really sure about injuries and whatnot. And for him to be able to cover both positions will will be great for us and, um, yeah, he's really surprised me. He's been awesome. Yeah, the versatility of your team, actually, mate. You've got a lot of players that can actually do that. Again, Mitch Dunn and then Cohen Hess as well, both moving into the middle now. Both, you know, have their reputations on the edge, but so. But the big advantage in the team, like you said, you don't know when you're going to cop HIAs, injuries. You've got a lot of versatility within those forwards, mate. Yeah, definitely. Look, I think that's one thing with, with our pack is we've got a very agile pack. We've got guys who, you know, can play front row and in the back row. Then they've got big motors as well. Uh, and obviously, part of me, with with the modern game, you know, the speed of the game's obviously gone up, which means fitness needs to go up, which means what you, you know, recruitment and, and coaches are kind of picking their body types. Yeah, he used to play 5'8", then on the edge. Now he's finding himself in the middle. So, you know, these guys have, have spent time on the edge, but now... Uh, they've found a home in the middle, and you know I think it's really playing into our hands with the with the modern game. 